Hi, this is Chanda Rubin, and you're listening to Brothers on Tennis. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And Bryce, we had a good amount of tennis last week, man. I mean, there was, there was just like three men's tournaments that was just popping, popping, popping. Now, unfortunately, we didn't have any ladies' events, which was a bit disappointing. We got one coming this week, so that's all good. But yeah, right. we at least had the three last week, so the ladies went and they chilled for a quick second. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, so we had three tournaments, man. What did you think about the tournaments that, uh, that, that, that happened last week, my man? Well, you know, you had you had one 500-level tournament there yes. in St. Petersburg and yes. in Russia, and, and we knew that was going to be a good one. But I was also surprised. It was a decent field that we had in Germany and oh. uh, at Cologne. And, uh, and we will definitely talk about uh, <laughs> what happened there. Yes, and then, of go. course, you know, for the clay court specialist in the back, um, we, had, <laughs> we, <laughs> we had the Santa Margarita uh the Pula uh whatever yeah. in Italy. There it was a go. two hundred it was a two fifty tournament. It was Italy and it was for those people who had, you know, separation anxiety from red clay. <laughs> so they they needed to just hang on a little bit longer. So we'll at least acknowledge that that went on. That's but right. uh let's definitely start with the St. Petersburg open because, you know, for me in general, the tournament pretty much went to form with one major exception. Mm -hmm. And that was, I thought, you know, especially with the way Medvedev went out at the French Open, he was going to come back and be like, okay, I'm defending champion, back at home, I'm about to, you know, show these people what it's about. And unfortunately, Riley Opelka uh, was like, I'm going to show you what it's about. We're going to be the USA and, and Russia. And he took him out in, in, in three sets. And that was the big surprise for me in the tournament. What about, I mean, what about you? I'm sorry there, brother. It looked like you froze from on me just a little bit there. But oh, okay. No, but for me, I, 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 what, what you were saying as far as Medvedev goes, that was a bit surprising. But like I, like I told you, though, Riley Opelka, he got that seven-foot big man game. And he got up out there, and, and he was just like, Medvedev, ain't nobody scared of you. I'm about to take it to you in your own country. And, <laughs> and there you have it. And I ain't scared. And, and, I mean, honestly, for him to be able to pull it out in three sets after taking that whole biscuit in the first set, yeah, that, that, right. was, that was actually good, good play on Opelka's uh, 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 side. So, so, yeah, that was, you know, it was surprising because I think you and I both uh, had kind of said, hey, it's probably mm-hmm. going to be Russian final Medvedev versus Rublev. And, yeah, right. yeah, Medvedev just, um, you know, he still got that, that, that layover from, from, from the French and, and just can't quite get it together. And, and I mean, but like I said, I, I like Riley, so I was definitely not hating on that result. I was hating on the fact that he got stolen on by Born and Church the round after that, though. There is I was something... not. I was like, I was like, George, get him, <laughs> get him, get his tall ass out of here. Um... I like Riley. <laughs> oh man, but but Bryce, I'm gonna say this to you, and I'd like to get okay. your opinion on this. So you know how we kind of bust on um, uh, Petra Martic on the women's side for just right. she just always is just sort of there, even though we just don't quite understand her or right. her game or her skill. 
right. honestly, for me, and I hate to say this, that's kind of how I feel about Born to Church. I don't understand what's spectacular about him, but for whatever right. reason, he's just always around, though. He's always sort of just in the mix of things. And, I mean, it's, it, his game is, to me, it's a good game. It's a clean game. I feel uh-huh. like he's maybe, you know, how they call somebody a 2.0 who's, a, you know, b- better than. I call him like the uh-huh. .5 Djokovic. Because <laughs> to me, he's just, sort of, <laughs> he's just that level down from a Djokovic. So nothing just about him really, truly impresses me. But he's always around. And he's getting uh-huh. things done, which is so surprising, for right. me at least. What are your thoughts just on Born to Troy's, bro? What, what do you think about him? Well... You know, I'm typically not a huge fan of his because he usually ends up beating my people, <laughs> uh, which right. annoys me. But he's he's somebody probably the players don't like to play because when he gets in those zones where he just doesn't miss. Yep. And 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 that's the dangerous thing. I mean, especially if you if he's playing an aggressive player, if if they're on their game, they're going to hit him off the court. Right. But if they're not. Cue Roger Federer, because Roger Federer, he's beaten Roger Federer before. So right. it's so weird to me. But, yeah, I'm just I, – I I did not. Going into that match, Church versus uh, uh, Milos, I did not think Church was going to win that match. I was shocked, especially, again, considering mm-hmm. he took that bread in the first in the first set. He was like, no, mm-hmm. Milos, uh, you look hungry, son. <laughs> and gave him that bread right back. It was like, I'm going to scare you. Dude, <laughs> so Born of Church confuses me, man. He really, right. really does. But kudos to him for a nice weekend and just for a nice season because he did well at the U.S. Open. He's he's uh-huh. he's done pretty well for himself. So I guess I need right. to start giving him a little bit more credit than I guess I have been. And, and you know, I'm going to call Rianich. I'm going to give him a little bit of, of an imposter status because mm. – he shows up when you don't expect for him to, and then when you just when you're like, oh, okay, Milos is kind of doing his thing, then he doesn't do it. Right. Uh, that was a that was a good win against Hatchinoff, but like we were talking about Hatchinoff, he's not really pulling out the big wins like we thought he was going to be doing anyway. No. So, so he makes it through, and you know what? And Korch is probably that type of player that. Once again, if Rianich is on and he's boom that serve and those ground strokes are on, you know, he's going to win that matchup. But if he's not, I mean, he shot his best shot in the first set. And then. He did. That he did. And he was just like, was oh, out. well. <laughs> exactly, and, and, man. And then at the bottom, like you called it, I mean, Rublev, I mean, he, I mean, he did his thing. He made it to the finals. But I want to call out in that bottom quarter, that, that, um, quarterfinal match between Varvinka and Shapovalov. I mean, I, I was really looking forward to that. I really didn't know who was going to win that. Shapovalov was like, silly, of course it's going to be me. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, he took out Varvinka and, um, I, you know, that match against Rublev was a nice three-setter. Honestly, for me, that was probably the best match of that tournament. That was a really, right. really good match because you could tell both of them are young guns. Now, both of them, I think Shapovalov mm-hmm. is maybe 22, and I think Rublev might be 23. So they right, they right, right. next to one another. And so they, you know, they're trying to, you know, to set that foundation of, all right, we're going right, to meet up right. again in the future. Let's, let's see what's up. And, man, right. I enjoyed that matchup. And... You talk about the two hot players, Bryce. Bryce, 
I'm, those are the two hot players in my opinion right, right now. Uh-huh. I just feel like Shapovalov has found a, a little a little bit of a, a something. You know, him right. and with was it Mikhail Yuzny that he's got on his team? Right. And right. so he's got Yuzny and he's doing some things. And like I told you, Rublev, in my opinion, again, he to me is the one he's trying to get back to being the number one Russian. Because I'm telling right. you, when the three of them came out, Medvedev, Rublev, and Kachinov. Right. Rublev was leading the pack. He was the one mm-hmm. that was leading, and he ended up getting injured. And then Daniil had that ridiculous summer, and it was just right. like, Rublev who? It's all about Daniil. And Rublev right. like, nah, bitch. I, you know, y'all better <laughs> respect my gangster. Shoot, right. I'm here. Right. And he is showing it, bro. And for him to run through that and take that title in his home country, I, like I said, that dude impresses me. I really, really like Andre Rublev. I really do. And did I hear the stat correctly that he has the most wins in that tournament? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. I believe in the tournament. So, yeah. And he's tied for, isn't it the most titles on the year? I think it's him and Djokovic. Be. Yeah. Or, I can't, I, yeah. So, I mean, the dude is having an outstanding pandemic-ridden right. <laughs> 2020. Right. He about one right. of the only folks that was like, hey, 2020 is just the bomb. Shoot, I'm, I'm right. enjoying this thing. Yeah, he's so, been playing outstanding, man. Right. So, congratulations to Rublev for picking up, you know, a nice 500 level, you know, title. Yeah. Uh, let's move over to Germany over in Cologne, where you had Zerv. You re- really, it was about Zerv versus whether he was going to meet FAA or RBA. Or RBA. The battle exactly. of the acronym <laughs> of, the, of the initials, right? Exactly. And, um, and I, you know, Let's just jump to the finals idea. Yeah, let's just jump do, into it. Do we have an issue? Do we have an issue with FAA? Is 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 the whole finals thing a mental thing for him now? Because it's now made six finals that he's six. made, and I'm and I'm not saying that there was like going to be a cakewalk for him, but you know, each final that comes along that he doesn't win, it just makes it know. that much tougher the next time around. And hell, I think he might end up getting double digits. Uh, <laughs> that's going over in the finals. He might go over ten the way things are looking. Um, you know, it, it. Unlike you know the serving issues that we were kind of talking about with Coco Golf, I don't know that this is too big of a deal because you know we've seen some Grand Slam champions and you know the the Andy Murrays and the you know the the like who have lost a ton of their first finals and then they finally got they got it and then they just went on a, a tear. And I honestly believe that will be the case for Felix because it's not like he hasn't won anything like in the other late in the other levels of tennis. So I, I do believe that he's okay. I'm not as concerned, but right. do I think he'll <laughs> it, it it's definitely a, a weight that's beginning to be more heavy on his shoulders. So He's too good not to win a title, so it definitely will happen. It's just a matter of will it be in the short term versus the long term. I mean, what do you think, bro? No, exactly that. And I was just getting ready to say, I was talking in another group earlier where I was saying, you know, FAA has been ahead of the curve thus far, right? And so now he's just kind of showing that he's not going to be necessarily one of these prodigies that just jumps on a tour and just takes over, right? Right. He's. I, I really think... You know, if you look at FAA, maybe two years from now, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I think he's going to be one of these people that really needs the season. But there's also something else I think that needs to probably be addressed. And I think FAA is one of these candidates uh, for getting his whole coaching camp turned around. Mm. Um, I think he is at a level now that he could probably benefit from like a big name coach mm. yeah. coming yeah. in. Uh, uh, I, I think he needs to have somebody to come in, lay down the hammer, you know, break his spirit a little bit, you, you know, <laughs> and no, seriously, kind of like how, you know, the military does, you know, in boot camp, you know, yeah. Yeah. I, I think they need to come in and really work on that mental side of the game. Because when you watch him play, he looks like he's mentally into it, mm-hmm. but something is not translating into the execution of, you know. Well, but I think it goes back to what you and I have said about him, though, which is his game is a little too one-dimensional right now. Uh-huh. He's power on power, and you've got to be right. able to, I never see him change up, and I was even watching that match. It was like, throw in a high ball, throw in a drop shot. I mean, you know, you don't always have to try and push the, right. you know, your opponent off the court. Try some right. finesse. Try some different things. I just see him being very much of the model of James Blake. And I, I love James Blake, but James Blake was, again, power all the time. Heavy backhand, right. heavy forehand. You got to be able to have some, uh, some variety and be able to hit some, hit some chip shots and, you know, approach the net. Work on your net game. There's, a, there's just, to me, a lot of things that he can improve upon and grow, uh, grow in that, like you're saying, coach-wise... I don't know if they're if they're challenging him in that way, right. but they need to because he's not going to be able to be at the top of the game playing one dimensional. At least he's not going right. to be able to win consistently doing that, in my opinion. Right. So he's he's right. got to be able to change that up, bro. Got to be able to change and, it up. And we have a uh, Dirk McGurk saying right here: someone needs to get Larry Stefanski out of retirement. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. There you That's, go. You know, I like Larry Stefanski. He was a great right. coach. Absolutely. Yeah, he did a good one. Yeah, of course, I like to see Yvonne Lindell get a hold of him. <laughs> Lindell good at breaking the spirit after there. Um, so, and so the <laughs> third tournament that we had last week was the one in Italy. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, so to the clay quarters in the back, Shout out to DeJerry, um, <laughs> you know, for, you for picking up a title. Uh, well, you know that's your boy's to... countryman. My boy's countryman. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're going to talk about him in a minute. <laughs> um, but I, I was, uh, you know, he took out Chicken Yeah. And yeah. Uh, who's having a resurgence? He is. He yeah. is. So, yeah. Um, so, like I said, for those still trying to hold on to that red clay glory, uh, <laughs> there you go. There so you let's it. so <clears throat> let's take a break from the men before we yeah. talk about the men this week, and let's talk about the women Ladies. this week. Ladies. Uh, and, right, and here's the funny thing. I mm-hmm. keep forgetting because we talk about, you know, Coco Golf. I mean, she's one of the biggest names in the game right now on the women's side. Right. I completely forgot she had to qualify. To get into the tournament. Did she really? Yeah, she made it through qualies. I did not know that. Wow. She good made for it her. through qualies. Yeah, that exactly. actually might be a good thing for her, to be honest with you, because she's been taking a lot of L's lately. Uh, she she has. And, and in her first round coming up, she has Sydney Akaza. Yeah. And that should be one she should be able to win. But if she wins that... <laughs> 
I know somebody that's going to be looking for a little bit of revenge. They're going to be looking and, at chops. Looking and that's going to be Sabalenka. So, I don't know. But anyway, let's talk about the tournament from a whole. So, yeah. the top eight eight seeds that we have are Svitolina, the top seed. And then we have Pliskova, uh, Sabalenka, Azarenka. There's your girl, Martic. My girl, Martic. She uh, in there. Right. Rabakina, uh, Mertens, and Contevea. And um, so, it, you know, that's a decent. That's a good field, actually. Field, nice yeah. Field. Yeah, yeah. Plus, so, you got other folks in there, like your Brady's, your, your Strimskas, your, like we said, we talked about Coco being in there. They actually have some good Sockery. names. Sakari is in there. Yeah. Dude, this is actually a really, really good tournament. This got some it good is. names in it. Yeah. And, and, and I'll tell you what, the fact that Sakari won a day and in the next round, plays Fitalina. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Fitalina isn't too excited about having to play soccer. Listen, I'm, pre- I'm, picking up, I'm picking the upset on that one quietly. Right. I, I really am. <laughs> I think soccer going to get up in and be like, hey, anybody scared of you? You ain't impressing me. Get out the way. Because <laughs> she got that Greek fire, y'all. She got that Greek fire. Soccer right. ain't nobody to play with, I'm telling you. Right. She, she, told, she taught Serena that. Serena taught right. it back, though. But... <laughs> <laughs> Let's I'm be telling clear. you what, Serena tied her back. Serena ain't no joke on those revenge matches. Ooh, no, you do not want to get on Sister Bad Side because she gonna get no. you. She gonna get you right. the next time. Yes, yeah, sir. <laughs> but um, but so what do you? How do you see this draw coming out? So let's 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 call out. Um, let's go to the semis. Yeah. Who do you see making it to the semifinals? Uh, and I'll give you mine. Yeah, so I'm seeing on the top half, I believe it's going to be Sakari versus uh, Azarenka because I still feel like Azarenka got that fire and she mm-hmm. wants to end that. She wants to have a good finish to the year. So I, I, right. I feel like that's going to be that semi. And on the other side, you know, as much as I love Coco, I feel like Sabalenka going to smack her up just because she she, she, she took her out that last time. Right, so right. I'm picking Sabalenka to make it to the semis. And I think she, you know, I'm, I, mm-hmm. I won't go against my girl. I'm picking Rabakina. I, I feel right. like Rabakina, and that's a tough side of the draw because she got Kazakina in the first round. Yep. She might end up playing either Yastrzemska or Brady after that. Mm-hmm. And then potentially a Pliska. I mean, that's, that's not an easy draw, but... I feel like she can make it through there. So I, I'm predicting Sabalenka and, and, and uh, Rubakina. How about okay. you, bro? What's your, what's your picks? Okay, so I'm going to first of all say I, I'm going to match you. I agree <laughs> with you on that. But Yo. but I'm going to add there are some matchups that I want to keep my eye on. All right? Okay. Yep. I, I Obviously, this whole Sakari-Fitalina thing could go either way, right? Yep, very true. Um. It'll be interesting to see this Anna Samova Mertens first round yeah. match. Yeah, I, I want to see too. who wins, you know, that match. Uh, yes. I never count golf out. So we'll be very interested to see if she's able to, you know, kind of, you know, build on that. But yeah. like you said, that Rabakina, Casatina, um, Yastrzemska, Jen Brady. And I want to see Jen Brady, how she's going to do, because, you know, her normal, her pattern is she loses in the first round every other tournament. So, <laughs> right. so she lost in the first round of the French, so this is now the next tournament. So it'll be interesting to see if she goes, you know, deep here. 
And believe it or not, you know, Pushkova is the seed in this section, but, you know, she hasn't been playing, you know, great lately. And no. I think Brady, Yastrzemska, or Rabakina could take her I out. think any of those three could take her out. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I absolutely 100% believe you there because, yeah, she just does not look in form. And I just don't know if she just hasn't had enough reps or what have you. But, yeah, Pliskova is definitely not looking not looking as clean as she typically does. So, yeah. Yeah, so man. I am, so I'll go first for the finals. I think yeah. I'm going to go with an Azarenka-Rabakina final, and I'm picking Azarenka to win. Okay. God dang it, I think you might have stolen. Because I was picking <laughs> Rabakina to make the final, that's for sure. Um, okay. Did I say Sakari Azarenka? Yeah, uh, yeah she did. I can't go against Hazarenka because she's like I said, she's the informed player. So I, I have to, oh. I have to match you there, bro. I, I believe that it will be a Rabakina, um, Azarenka final. I believe Azarenka will take her out, though. Is that who you said? Yeah, yeah, Azarenka. Oh. Just, the, just from the experience standpoint. Okay, I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna go to with with just to be different. I'll go with Rabakina. Okay. That way, at All least right. we'll have a little bit of difference. We'll have a little controversy. Right. A little bit. Right. <laughs> and, and then, honestly, there's only one more tournament for the women, um, you know, uh, this year, and that's going to be the week of November the 9th. Yeah. Lens. That Lynn's and we re- Yeah. And we remember who the defending champion is. Oh, it's Lynn. Coco, right? It's Coco Golf, yeah, right? that's right. That's right. So, yeah, because she got up in there and stole on uh, Ostapenka. In the final. <laughs> right. right. She, remember, she made it to the main draw as a lucky loser. That's right. You know? That's right. Yeah. Uh, so, but, I, I, so, okay, then, so, we'll, 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 we'll go with that. We'll, we'll watch that. And, uh, but too bad we won't get a women's end of the year championship, uh, you know, like yeah. we will for the men, but, you know. Yeah. But, you know, you know, Bryce is so weird, though, bro, and this is. You know, not to get off on a whole new tangent, but damn, bro, it's already end of October. I mean, literally, we got two months, and then, you know, the new year's going to be kicking off. We'll get to see Fed again. Australian Open will be coming. I mean, so it's really not like we have that much, you know, that long to go before, before you know, the full tennis season is kind of back in swing. So, yeah, you know, I get it. I mean, I appreciate the guys for trying to, you know, you know, you know, fit more tournaments right. in the calendar. But yeah, I ain't mad at the ladies either. It's like y'all did y'all did good. You had, you know, mm-hmm. the French and everything. Go and get your break in. Get a nice right. two months and, and just chill out. And and yo, let's let's be ready to get it get it come January. So, right, right. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right. Well let's jump to the men. Yeah. And um we have actually two really good tournaments this week. Yeah. yeah. Um the first one we'll start off with is the one in Antwerp, Belgium. Mm-hmm. And we have for seeds there, uh, number one seed is uh, David Goffin. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh, Karina Busta, yeah. Hatchinov, Dimitrov, Rianich, my boy Larovich, yep. uh, Taylor <laughs> Fritz, and the demon, Alex Demignor. Now, I'm going to just go out here already and say I was torn with this first round matchup okay. between Tiafo and Larovich. Because, you know I was gonna ask you that. I was gonna be like, right. who, who were you who were you rooting for? Then well, don't you laugh. Who'd you no, rooting no, for? No, 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 no. What no, because you know Lavich <laughs> is on Team Bryce. Right. And uh Tiafo is a brother on tennis. So right. so I was just like, let the best man win. <laughs> and I guess the best man was Tiafo today. 
Yeah, he got it in that second set tiebreaker, which, hey, they went to six, so eight to six, so he played him yeah. strong. Yeah, so, um, and, I, and honestly, I would expect for Tiafo to win indoors. Yeah. Uh, he, his game is a little more conducive to that surface uh, than Lovich. Even though Lovich can play indoors, oh, yeah. um, Tiafo's game definitely has a little more of an edge there. Right. But how do you see this tournament progressing? How, who do you see maybe making it to the semifinal? Yeah, you know what's funny? I didn't actually, I looked through some of the first round matches, but I didn't actually look through uh, to the semis. So, what I, so, I, I can go first um, oh, sure. then, because uh, I guess you went first last time. Yeah. So, for me, I actually see in the top, in the semifinals in the top, I, I think Gofan is going to meet Dimitra. Um, because I don't, I, I don't think Dimitra right now is on the top of his game. Um, and so I, I don't see him pulling the upset there. Now, um, you know he and, just won that, uh, that, that, the, what's it called? US3 or, uh, what's Patrick's tournament? Oh, the UTF? Yeah. Oh, I've already, I've already learned my lesson about people that did well there. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm standing by that I don't see him making it to the semifinal. All um, right. and then, um, I, you know, I think Dimitrov, he can, he'll handle the people in his section. I mean, Rayanich could be tricky, but like we said, we don't know how he shows up. Um, honestly, I'm taking Tiafo to mm. make it to the semifinals. Uh, okay. If you'd asked me, if you'd asked me yesterday before he won, I wasn't <laughs> gonna say that. But I'm, I'm actually going with Tiafo, and I'm going with Karina Busta. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. We because because have... the because the Americans down there, uh-huh. it, I, I will be interested to see who wins between Taylor, Taylor and Opelka, but I just think Karina Busta is playing really well right now. Yeah. yeah. And he has one of those kind of games that you have to beat him. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I'm giving the edge to him. What do you all think? Right. Well, I think all of ours are different. <laughs> <laughs> Because I think up top, I am actually going to go with Alex Dimonar. I'm going to go with the okay. demon. And I have a feeling he's going to play Milos Raonic. Um, okay. I, I just feel like Milos is, is, you know, he's getting a stride. He's done well at the U.S. Open. He did relatively well last week, making it to the semis. So I, I feel like he's finding his little rhythm. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and, and call that out as my top uh, semifinal there is uh, Alex versus Milos. And I think on the bottom... Um, I'm actually going to pick Hatchinov to Ooh, okay. play Opelka in the other semi. <laughs> I don't okay. like Riley. <laughs> Only because I feel like Riley's going to be bringing that game. He should be pretty excited about the fact that he took out Daniil Medvedev last week, even though he got stolen by Church. Um, I think he knows Taylor Fritz well enough that he should be able to bring his big game to him. I don't see him a problem having. I don't see him having an issue with a Motet or Harris winner on that round. And I honestly feel like that seven foot that seven foot game might overwhelm Karina Booster since you know he was supposed to be the second best player on clay and everything. Um, so <laughs> come on, um, Pablo, make him bend low. Make him bend low. So, yeah, that's who I'm going with, brother. I'm going with Hatchinov versus uh, versus Opelka. Okay. Well, then, for my picks, I actually was looking at having Dimitrov and Busta meet in the finals. Okay. With, believe it or not, 
Dimitrov winning. Oh wow! Okay, all right. I'm mad at that. Okay, my pick was is 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 probably going to end up being Milos. I think I'm gonna okay. have a big man's final. I think I'm gonna have Milos versus Opelka. Okay. And and, and who's I'm gonna picking, win that? I'm picking Milos. I think he's gonna win a title. Yeah. Okay, okay. Because I, I, I didn't mean that. I, I didn't want to have to go put a root on him or something, you know. Uh, okay. Shame on you. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll go, that, we'll go that direction. I'm picking wild okay. these days. Wow. But that's interesting because we're normally so on the same page with the pick. That'll well, be very interesting to follow. I think for you and I, when you get outside of kind of like that top 15 you mm-hmm. know, I think you and I are our, our players are a little bit more mixed. Once you get fifteen okay. and above, I think you and I stay pretty much locked. Um, right. But yeah, outside of maybe the top twenty, there I still feel like there's just a lot of room. And of course, you know, just there's just you know, some people are informed, some not, some are not, some have consistency, some don't. So it 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 makes it it makes it fun. Okay, all right. <laughs> So that is a great tournament. And then in a very interesting coronavirus type of year way, Mm. uh, we have a Cologne Germany 2 tournament. So they played tournament one last week, and we are playing tournament two uh, this week with a lot of the same players, but with some different players in here. Right. And right. Alexander Zarev decided he was going to stick around because he said he got the good stuff last week. <laughs> Why not? He going to try to go. He going to try to go for a, a, a second helping this time. Now <laughs> with this tournament, we've had some some pullouts, right? Yeah. So yeah. we have Zarev as the top seed, and then we have Schwartzman. We have Shapovalov third, but RBA pulled mm-hmm. out. Yep. FAA pulled out, hmm. uh, Krikach pulled out, and so we still have Struth and uh, Marin- Marinino. Uh, mm-hmm. Manorino. Manorino. Make sure I say, say his name right. <laughs> uh, put, put some respect on his name. <laughs> um, so, you know, once again, uh, a pretty decent tournament. I just need to make sure A Bear takes out Tennis Sanguine in the first round. Oh, yeah. um, and then, uh, you know, was very surprised to see the Steve. No, not really. That Stevie Johnson took out Chillich because I don't know what's going on with Chillich's game right now. His, his head ain't in it, you know. What did, Atlantic, wait a minute, what did Atlantic Star say? If your heart is in it, why yep. won't you tell me so? Why won't you tell me so? <laughs> yeah, he, yeah he, need to, he need to tell something. So, uh, who, do, who do you think is going to make it to the semis of this tournament? Oh, man. So I'm trying to, because I did not pull up the latest and greatest, because I still have Felix in the draw that I pulled up. Um, but oh, okay. I would say, I think Schwartzman is, is, will make it to the semis down there. Uh-huh. Um, and um, is Struth the one right above? Uh, Struth is in the yeah, section above, right? Yeah, I would, I, I'm going to pick a Diego Struth uh, semi on the bottom. Okay. And then on the top, I'm going to pick uh, Zverev versus Shapovalov. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're, we're much closer on this tournament because okay. I'm going with Zverev, Shapovalov on the top. I mean, how could you not, really? Right. But on the bottom, I'm going Schwartzman against the very informed Chekinato. Oh, okay. You think Chekinato can get him on, on hard, though? 
think he's feeling good about life right now. Well, I yeah, think, that's I, true. Yeah, I, you know, he he's playing very well, and yeah. and Struth, and the, and let's keep it real with Struth. We like him and everything, but he's very by the day. You yeah, know, he just his mental ain't quite tight. He, yep. Yeah, he's all over the place now. The one thing he does kind of have going for him, where you may have a little something with Struth, is they are in Germany, so right. he does. I mean, kind of have home court advantage if there's such a thing if in this there, Corona yeah. Yeah. Uh, period. But, um, but you know, I'm, I'm just going out there. He had such a strong week last week. Um, and, you know, it's going to be like, let's keep it going. That's right. Yeah. No, I, I, I got you there. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I like that prediction. So what are we talking about finals and winners? Oh, so for me, I've got Chapovalov because I think he's going to take out Zverev. Um, I got Shapovalov versus uh, Schwartzman, and I actually have Shapovalov winning a tournament. It would be hard for me to believe, as well as he's been playing, that he wouldn't, that he's going to end this year without winning a tournament. He's playing really, really, really well, and I just think that he'll 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 take out Diego. I I, I feel like he'll he'll be able to get him on this occurrence. Uh, what about you, bro? I'm gonna do the flip, man. I got the same final, but a different winner. Oh, okay, okay. You got you got Schwartzman. I think Schwartzman is filling himself right now. And, and and I agree with you. I think Shapovalov has found something in his game. Um, but at this moment right now, mm-hmm. Schwartzman is like, look, if you're not Djokovic or if you're not the doll, I am not trying to play with you right now. So, yeah, you know, so um, – so it's good. That'll be something for us to watch for. Yes. Yes, absolutely. It'll be good good tennis this week. It should be good. Right. Well, we, we got a few more minutes. And, and you know, uh, people out there that are online, if you got any questions, if you've got any things you want to throw up at us, uh, this is the time to do it. Um, Isaac, what I want to throw to you right now is we had a big announcement this week, and that was Taylor Townsend. Uh, announced that she will become a mother in March of yes, 2021. Sir. What are your thoughts about that? I was, I tell you what, I was surprised, very happy for Taylor Townsend, mm-hmm. very happy for her. And I think it goes to kind of what we were talking about before. As long as we better understand as fans, because again, we're invested. We're invested and and we want the best out of those folks that we support. And so knowing now that, you know, she she is pregnant, she's expecting a child, then I'm like, oh, okay. Now this makes a lot more sense now, uh-huh. and 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 you know, the, and the only thing that you want is for you know them to be uh, healthy and happy, and uh, you know, I'm just I'm just yeah, good for her, and uh, you know, she's about to join the the ranks of the other women, you know, who mothers are mothers on the on tour, because yeah. we we definitely saw you know, just just a. You know, all, just craziness at the U.S. Open. I mean, the moms was oh. like, "Look, y'all got to get out the way because right. we got something. To, we got something to do here." Um, right, so, right. So no, it, good for her though. Good for her. How about you, bro? When you when the news broke and everything, what were your thoughts and what did you? Uh, what were you? What was going through your head? Well, it explained a lot, right, for mm-hmm. me. So number one, it explained why she didn't go to the French Open because I right. was like, "Why wouldn't she why wouldn't in you? Asia?" play when they just made it to the semifinals of the U.S. Open. Exactly. Um, but also, apparently, she was pregnant at the U.S. Open. Right. 
Right. So uh, it kind of, you know, also explained some other things for me. So I just, you know, um, and we, we have someone here saying, will Taylor return as a better or worse player? And, you know, gosh, I, how do you be honest about something like this? But, you know, it's one of those types of things where we know that when you come back from having a child, I mean, we don't know from experience, no. but from what we've no. seen, it takes a lot of dedication to really get yourself physically back in shape to play at the highest level of the game, right? And, and you know, as much as we love Taylor, we don't always know that that was a strong point uh, in her overall game. And so it makes me a little concerned. Um, but I also have, you know, it's something that you brought up, Isaac, I don't know, maybe a month ago. And, and, and this was before we knew about the pregnancy, right? right? And when you were talking about, you know, you know, is Taylor one of these people that might end up becoming more of a doubles specialist? Specialist, yep. Right. And I think depending upon how she comes back, right? you know, I could see her coming back one way where it's more of a double specialist or if she's really going to try to make the push to come back in and be a factor on the single side as well. So, um, but either way, I'm happy for her. Motherhood is, is good. She has a lot of really good examples to pull from yes. on the tour. And uh, I, I just wish her the absolute best. Absolutely. Absolutely. So good, good, good on you, Taylor. You be yeah. safe and be well. So something else I want to uh, run by you, no pun intended, is uh, Sam Query. He uh, tested, he and his family tested positive um, in Russia last week. Oh and they broke protocol and caught a private jet out of Russia uh, and came on back home. So, you know, you got people in two wow. camps on this, right? You have some people that say, I would have done the same thing. I'm not going to be quarantined in Russia. And then you have other people that were like, well, you broke from the ATP. I mean, it was part of their protocol that he should have been quarantined there. Russia was like, we had him in a five-star hotel. You know, it, yeah. it should have been good. Um, there, He may face some penalties, some sanctions mm -hmm. um, from breaking protocol. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, that's tough. I know, I know for myself, I probably, you know, because you just, you know, if you, you're in a nice setup and everything, you have to think that, you know, you're, you're safe and you're protecting not only yourself, but you're protecting others. Um, right. So I probably would have, you know, stayed put and tried to abide by the rules. Um, but, you know, you know, we as Americans, we, 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 you know, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> It's such a such entitlement, man. I'm sorry. There really, right. really is. So, um, should he have stayed? In my opinion, yes. Would I have stayed? Right. Yes. But did he stay? No. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna harp because that's just it's not surprising to me. Put it that way. So, with right. that being said, <laughs> what are your thoughts, Bryce? <laughs> Before I yeah. get myself in trouble. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, I agree. I mean, you know, I probably. You know, if I'm in a five-star hotel, you know, in Russia, and, you know, by being a professional tennis player, I mean, you're not, 
like on the it's streets not like of you Russia. The, right, exactly. You know, it's like, so it's like mean, you in the hood. Come on. Right. Now. Uh, I probably would have, but you know, he could have panicked. And you know, we love Sam, but we know he's a little stranger. So I mean, yeah, um, uh, you, know, you know, people people do very interesting things at a moment of crisis. And, um, you know, at that point, maybe all he wanted to do was get him and his family home. They weren't going to be playing in the tournament at that point. Uh, He probably thought, you know, we're going to get on a private jet. It'll just be, you know, us on a private jet, you know, whatever. So, um, I mean, these are real live headlines that we have in 2020. Yes, sir. And it, it speaks to the craziness that is this year, man. So right. out of control, so insane. Twenty twenty, right. man. So. But so, so like I said, I, I yeah, I'm not, I'm not hating on him because I get it. You want to be in your country, you want to be, you right. know, feeling like you're safe in that sense. Um, but I don't know. I just, I, you would, I, I'm like you though. I just think that with tennis, it's such a global sport that I don't think that he would, he or his family would have been in any danger or anything like that. So right. to me, if just abide by the protocols and stay your 14 days and then fly home. I mean, it's just, right. you know, you, you it's so anyway, that, yeah, that's just, <laughs> right. that's just me. Well, before we, you know, get on, did you want to give any kind of update on our merchandise again? Yeah. Yeah. So folks, we, we are again making some, uh, some advancements uh, with our merch. We are looking at some different colors. Uh, so listening to the feedback that you all have provided. So thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we started off with the clean white, you know, just keeping it nice and basic. Um, mm-hmm. But now we're introducing some colors and um, they hopefully will be out here, you know, within the next month, we're hoping. So we're keeping our fingers mm-hmm. crossed. We're working with, um, uh, you know, the, the necessary people. Got to get the website updated and what have you. But um but yeah, expect some new colors to be coming at you, and we then hope to be able to, you know, open things up to to let you guys get your get fitted for your gear. Yes, sir. Right. Yeah, and um, and and that's really good news. And, and and I think the colors that we're coming out with, right, are like black and blue yes. and like a gray. Correct. So correct. Uh, so that'll be re- really nice. Um, and what I want to remind everyone of is is definitely go back and listen to uh, our previous episodes, specifically the last two episodes that we've released. Uh, so I think episode 76 was the interview with Rondell uh, Bruner. And if you have not listened to episode 76, do yourself a favor and listen to it. It is one of yes. the more inspirational stories you will hear in the game of tennis. It is definitely one of our favorite episodes that we've done thus far. Uh, please go listen to that episode, Mr. Wandel Bruno. Uh, just a wonderful, wonderful story. And then the episode after that, we actually posted uh, when we when we shut off the lights here on Instagram, we go over to an app called Locker Room, which will be available to the public. I think within the next month, um, yes. and we have kind of an after show. And because last last time we were doing a review on the French Open. We actually, the after show was us talking about the French Open. We brought a couple people up to talk with us, and it got lively, and we really went (laughs) at it for about an hour and 15 minutes, and so we thought it was so interesting that we wanted to share it with everybody. So I think that's episode 77. 
uh, that's up right now. So just wanted to encourage you to go and to listen to those episodes because they're real. At least I think they're really entertaining. Okay. You may say it as garbage, but you know, <laughs> I think they're really entertaining. So, uh, and, and then the other thing is we had a meeting uh, with our producer right before this show. And so uh, we're getting ready to go through a series of, uh, uh, we're getting ready to record a series of interviews um, for the rest of uh, the calendar year. Uh, because as you know, we only have a few more weeks of tennis. So there are some interviews we've been trying to do and we've kept putting them off. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and get those done so that we can share those with you for the rest of the year. So definitely really excited about that. Um, Isaac, anything else you have before we uh, sign off today? No, man, nothing much. Just uh, hope you all are enjoying the tennis that we've been seeing. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, and thank you for hanging with us. <laughs> Absolutely. So with that, uh, this has been your boy, Bryce. And this is your boy, Isaac. And we're brothers on tennis. Take care, and we'll see you next week.